Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. KMLE FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. You're starting the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs burst 
still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled This is Gunner and Cheyenne. That was Robbie Dunn with the National Anthem this morning. Uh, 6.03. Thanks for having us on. Hope you had a great weekend. Off and running. Let's get to uh, the morning riddle, Cheyenne. Alrighty. David's father has three sons. Snap, Crackle, and... Pop. Since when do you ever blurt out answers? Oh, I thought you were waiting for me to... (laughs) So, like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. David's father has three sons, Snap, Crackle, and... <laughs> if you think you know the answer, you can text us at 22108. Cheyenne has her guess. <laughs> I apologize. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> David's father has three sons, Snap, Crackle, and... We'll get you the correct answer to the morning riddle coming up here in six minutes on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, we hope you had a great weekend. Uh, really appreciate you having us on this morning and starting your day with us. The morning riddle today. Uh, David's father has three sons. Snap, crackle, and fill in the blank. Cheyenne blurted out her answer. It was really hard for me not to do it just then, too. Yeah. <laughs> your answer's pop. Yep. Uh, some of the incorrect guesses coming in on text at 22108. Text of the 602, pop. That is incorrect. Aw, dang it. (laughs) (laughs) I thought because you didn't shoot it down, I was like, ooh, maybe I have a chance. (laughs) Nope. Uh, Because this is one of those riddles you just got to kind of pay attention to, right? I mean, I think you thought you had your answer, so you didn't write it down like you normally do off air. You're like, yeah, golden. Got it. No, you don't. Oh. Uh, But uh, let's see. Everybody else got it correct. Everybody else was paying attention this morning, Cheyenne. Read it one more time. David's father has three sons. Snap, crackle, and... David's one of those sons, Cheyenne. David's father has three sons. Oh. Snap, crackle, and <laughs> David. David. Okay, that makes sense. I was caught up on the snap, crackle, pop. I know, right? Hi, it's Crispy. Uh, we do the morning riddle every weekday morning at 6 here on Camel Country. On the way next, uh, somebody had a rough end or a rough start to their vacation, Cheyenne. I guarantee it. And I'm going to tell you what I saw driving down the 202 yesterday. Okay. And how, just based on what I saw driving down the 202, somebody had a rough start to their vacation or a rough end to their vacation. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what happened. Coming up next here on Camel. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. A lot to do uh, here in the Valley this last weekend. Spring training kicked off. Uh, there was that Innings Festival down in Tempe, uh, the Home and Landscape Show out there in Glendale at State Farm Stadium, which is where uh, I ended up taking the family on Sunday. The uh, the weather started out rainy and windy. It was kind of nasty yeah. on Sunday. So a great opportunity to go indoors, right? And right. go uh, 
go have some fun there. So as we were heading out towards Glendale, we live in East Mesa, so we're taking the 202, head, headed towards downtown. As we're going through Tempe, kind of the area of the airport, you know, <laughs> we see a bunch of clothes all over the uh, 202 and then cut off to the left. We were in the carpool lane, so cut off by the barrier. Uh, just beyond the clothes was a piece of luggage. No! So one one would only assume yeah. that that person with the luggage and their clothes scattered all over the highway was on their way to Sky Harbor, oh. right? Either starting their vacation or ending their vacation. It's kind of I, I kind of want to stick with the uh, starting your vacation, right? It's kind of a rough start to your vacation to get to the airport, get out of the vehicle, only to realize that your bag maybe was the one at the top of the pile in the uh, the back of the truck. <laughs> That <laughs> just happened to oh fall off, gosh. or they had it somewhere, like on top of the car, to fell off, or whatever, right? Or whatever the reason is, but to find oh out that God. your luggage is no longer with you, yeah. Um, and then you're at the airport thinking, like, I swear I put that in the back of the truck, right? And then you're stressing because you're trying to find your bag so you can get it checked in and get up to your uh, gate to take off and head out on your vacation. But then let's say let's take it another. Step further, right? Okay. Like maybe they have time to go back home uh-huh. to get that luggage that they assume they forgot, right? And then you get home, you're like, "Where's my luggage? <laughs> it's not even here either." That would be terrible. Be such a rough start to vacation, and I would take that personally as being like a uh, a sign that maybe you shouldn't leave on this trip, right? Like every hazard in your way to stop you from going. Yeah, and I mean the the biggest hazard is your bag falling off onto the two hundred two and clothes everywhere. Yeah, your favorite shirt, your favorite shoes, all that stuff that you had in your bag. Would you bring your the, the best stuff with you? Right. When you're going on vacation, right? I would lose my mind. What would you, okay, would you cancel the trip? Would you stay home? I mean, it depends on what I was doing. <laughs> like, if oh, it's okay. a beach vacation, yeah. no, I'm not canceling it. You're not that. canceling it? You no. don't have any clothes. What are you going to do? Buy new ones. You're not going to take that as a sign? No. I'd be like, this plane is definitely going down. You I'm would, not- though. <laughs> that is 100% something you would tell yourself. No, I'll just buy clothes when I get there. Has this ever happened to you? You can text us at 22108. Have you ever had like a rough start to your vacation? Like everything was against you on your way to the airport. <laughs> everything was against you on your well on that day that you were supposed to take off on vacation. And then ultimately you either just looked past all the red flags <laughs> and just kept going, or you just canceled the trip. This sounds so personal for you. I, Have you had no, this happen? No, I was driving on the 202 to Glendale. Right. I saw that, and in my mind, a whole storyline <laughs> played out. It totally did. I would see that as a sign to do not get on this plane. <laughs> I've seen, flag, I've seen Final Destination enough times that <laughs> it's time to step aside, wave oh, the white flag. Gosh. We'll give it a shot, you know, down the road. Yeah. But, hey, has this ever happened to you? A rough start to your vacation? What happened? You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Especially if you're heading out on vacation, that'd be a rough start. That'd be awful. <laughs> Get to the airport to find out that your luggage is no longer in the back <laughs> of the truck or the back of the car or wherever you placed it. Uh, and that, that is what happened to somebody over the weekend on uh, Sunday, driving down the 202. Uh, what would that be? Westbound on the other uh, 202, Red Mountain 202 through Tempe there. You know, I mean, Sky Harbor, the exit's right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, close all over the 202, which the, I'm driving by there today. The close is on near the barrier. So, I mean, if you, <gasps> you don't believe what I'm saying, right by the uh, Scottsdale Road exit there on uh, the 202 westbound. Yeah. Just look towards the barrier, a bunch of clothes, and then uh, eventually you see a piece of luggage there. Somebody lost their luggage over the weekend on the way to the airport. Clothes everywhere. 
That'd be a rough start to the vacation. But would you cancel your vacation because of that? I would. I would take it as a sign. Should not be leaving right now. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would just go. I would just buy new clothes. Like Buy clothes at your destination? It would stress me out 100%. But I'm not going to cancel my vacation because of it. Like, I work hard to be able but to go on vacation. there's signs out there, though. There's signs. Yeah. That, like, like, maybe selfishly, you want to go to the beach. But there's signs that will cause you to not, like, maybe you shouldn't go. Maybe you, maybe you should stay home. Maybe that plane's, you know, final destination, right? I mean, <laughs> I, I mentioned that. It, I watch these movies. <laughs> the odds and the chances of that happening are They're so slim. slim. I know. You, I mean, you're more in danger to be driving than you are on a plane. Yes. Right? I mean, based on the odds, and, and that's what they say. But I would still take it as a sign. I mean, you know, and then, I mean, just having to go through the hassle of um, getting new clothes uh-huh. at your destination or, you know, if you had time to go home and look for your luggage, which, I mean, if you didn't know it fell off the car, I mean, you'd probably assume it was at home. Right, right. right. So then you'd go home. It's not there. And then what? <laughs> Maybe pack a new bag real quick. Yeah. I don't know. And then driving home, and a lot of people are pointing out on text. Uh, that imagine finding your clothes on the side of the 202 <laughs> on the way back to the airport. Hey, I know that shirt. That, that's, hey, that's my... <laughs> that's where they went. But would you pull over and pick up your own clothes? Pro- on the 202? Yeah, no. I no, dangerous. I wouldn't. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was just like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> but has this happened to you? Uh, have you ever had a rough start to your vacation? Did you still go on it? Uh, stories are coming in at 2218. Text from the... Four eight zero. My fiance and I, uh, my fiance and I went to Cancun, Cancun with five other couples. By day three, we all had Montezuma's revenge. On the way to an excursion, my fiance was puking all over the van that had no air conditioning, and the trip was oh. one and a half hours to the destination. Oh. Most of us were stuck in the room for the remainder of the vacation. That sucks. I uh, texted the 602. We were going to Vegas, and right before we left, we had a major water leak in the bathroom. So my then-husband got that fixed, and we barely made it to the airport. However, when we got there, he was missing one of his bags, which had his blood pressure medication <gasps> in it and uh, stuff like that. And we were going for three days, so I ended up going to Vegas by myself. Oh, my gosh. I would Again, yeah. water break, leave it a bag, a couple of signs there. That yeah. maybe you shouldn't go. Well, I think like if if that bag had your only medication in it was something as big as blood pressure medication. Yeah, but what could but you could just get it at CVS, right, in Vegas? I mean, I maybe, I don't know. Huh. Uh text at 602. We were leaving for the airport at 4:30 a.m. in February. Started the car after we had loaded our bags, we went back in for my purse and I got carjacked. Someone jumped into my car and drove no! away with our bags. Thank God we did not have our purses in there, so we jumped in the other car and went to Nebraska in February with no bags. Uh, we were on our way to a funeral, so not going was not an option. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I do remember uh, when my brother got married. He So my older brother lives in Fairbanks, Alaska, When and it, they went on their honeymoon in the middle of winter in Fairbanks. And about 12 hours after they landed, they got a phone call from their house sitter that their pipes had frozen and burst. So they had to finish out their honeymoon knowing that they were going to come back home. Oh, that's rough. To their pipes being exploded. So do you, do you finish it out or you come home right away? They, they did they end they up finishing stayed. it out. They finished yeah, it out. They did. That would totally ruin the vacation knowing that. Oh, yeah. Oh, they had a terrible yeah, honeymoon somebody, because of it. Was somebody taking care of it for them? There wasn't anything that they could do. Like they, oh. the, the, and, and Fairbanks, it's so cold that the pipes just stayed 
like frozen. Okay. So then when they had to get them refixed, the pipes had to be thawed out to even get it fixed. So it wasn't like the water was like no. inching deeper Luckily, deeper. no. <laughs> Luckily, no. Because it's cold up there. Yeah, no, it totally is. Um, all right, do you, have a, do you have a story for us? Rough start to your vacation? What happened? You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. That's what happened to somebody yesterday. Riding roads, losing luggage on the way to Sky Harbor. Their bag was all over the 202 Red Mountain. That's a rough start to your vacation. I can't even, like, my stress and anxiety already runs high naturally. That would push me over the edge. Yeah, you start packing for vacation like two or three weeks in advance. <laughs> three weeks is a stretch, but so, yes. <laughs> yeah, but still, all yeah, that do. time spent packing that bag. <laughs> Could you imagine if it was your bag that fell off the back of no. the truck? <laughs> Clothes all over the 202 and not and maybe not even realizing it fell off. You get to the airport, your bag's not in the back of the truck. You're like, well, I, I swear I put it in here. It was the last one. It was right there on top. Where's it at? I no, I can't. What would be worse though? Not knowing that it flew out until you got there or seeing it fly out of the back of the truck. What would be worse? I think it would not knowing where it was at. Because at least really? if you saw it fall off, you could pull over and hopefully, I don't know, get some help. <laughs> No, I feel like if I watch that fly out, I'd be like, no. Right. <laughs> but again, you spent two weeks packing your bag. <laughs> and I just watched all it's that a lot in, fly yeah. out. You're just going to move on. Like, oh, I'll, just, I'll just buy new clothes. Whatever. <laughs> no. You'll be turning around. You get off the, you'd get off at the next exit, right back no, around. No, that's too dangerous. That's too dangerous. It is dangerous. Yeah. But... You got to head out on vacation. You know, that'd probably be the quickest thing to do is to go and try and round it up. But I mean, that'd be trying to play Frogger on the 202 to grab your clothes. Yeah, no. <laughs> See, that's why I wouldn't. Like, that's just dangerous. Dangerous <laughs> and dumb. Uh, but has your uh, vacation ever had a rough start? Did you continue on with the vacation? Did you take it as a sign that maybe you shouldn't be going on vacation? Stories are coming in at 2218. Uh, here's one. Text with the 623. My family and I were going to go on a cruise. We had a luggage bag attached to the top of the truck. The bag came unzipped and our luggage went everywhere. (laughs) We did not turn around to get it. We did not turn around to get it. We ended up having to buy new clothes for the cruise. Yeah. See, that's just, I think that's something I would do too. Seriously, like when you pack your bag for vacation, you're packing your favorite stuff. Yeah. Right? The stuff you look the best in. Stuff that maybe you've accumulated over the years. I mean, it sucks. It absolutely sucks. <laughs> just but like, what gone. are you going to do? I know. Like, you can't get out of the car on the 202 and try to gather up well, your clothes. Maybe you could convince the state patrol or the, the DPS to do one of them rolling slowdowns no, they do. That's not going to happen for your clothes. <laughs> that's not going to happen for clothes. Maybe if you ask really nicely and catch somebody <laughs> on a good day, there might be a DPS officer that would do that for you. They can run out there on the 202 and get all your clothes with Jeez. the... Uh, with the skid marks on them yeah, from no. cars. No, just let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> oh, let's see. Text from the 480. My husband and I, we've gone on an annual camping trip for the last five years. Every year, something has happened. The first year, we lost his uncle's dog. Aw. And uh, she went to Sedona with another family. Oh, That's wow. Really? Second year, we... <laughs> That family's like, hey, we found a new dog. Yeah, coming to Sedona. Uh, the second year, we forgot to close our tent, and it rained, so everything was wet, and we almost got struck by lightning on our way back to the campsite. Oh the other three years were car issues. We're still planning on going on another trip this year, but I'm expecting something to happen Maybe again. you shouldn't. Like, maybe you shouldn't. 
Yeah, more, of a pos- more positive energy, right? Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> Just don't go. Uh, text at the 623, our fridge sprung a leak and flooded our kitchen an hour before we left for Disney World. Uh, we just turned off the water to the fridge, and after the water was mopped up, we left for vacation because the kids have got to see Mickey. Yeah. I would have done the same thing. Uh, text to the 415, one day before going to Rocky Point, we went out and lost my wallet with $5,000 <gasps> cash in it. That's a lot of them. Oh, man. <laughs> that's, wa- that's rough. Yeah. I mean, it's your cash. You know, because, I mean, you're going down to Mexico, you got to, you know, American cash works. You got to have cash. Down in the tourist spots. Yeah, I would probably cancel my trip at with yeah, that because that yeah. would be all my money. <laughs> you know what's even rough? It, it, this has happened to a friend before and he had to cancel our, uh, his part of the trip to Vegas. Yeah. Uh, this is up in Seattle years ago. We went to one of the uh, local Indian casinos, right? I mean, we're going to Vegas, but then the weekend before we decided to go out to another casino and just uh-huh. kind of have fun there. He's, he dropped pretty much every dollar he was going to bring to Vegas with him. So he canceled his trip to Vegas with us because he lost all the money in the casino at the local casino before going to Vegas. Dummy. <laughs> Big dummy. Big old dummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a rough start to a vacation there. Right? Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, we hope you had a great weekend. You can find us on Instagram at Gunner and Cheyenne. Uh, a photo is there. We, uh, uh, we're at uh, Low Cash at Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass on Friday, which those guys, I mean, we, we talk to them off and on. Um, over the last number of years, mm-hmm. I mean, more so during COVID and, you know, stuff like that. But so this is the first time we actually got to catch up with them in person and actually see them live in concert. And they put on a heck of a show. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that show. You didn't stick around after. I didn't. I was right smack in the middle of moving. But you said that you really enjoyed it. Yeah. They put on a high energy show, uh, interactive with the audience. Oh, I love that. A little Backstreet Voice. You, you did send me a video of that. And I was like, dang it. I wanted that. And I was actually pretty impressed because I heard the, the music leading up to uh-huh. it, right? And I'm like, this is Backstreet Boys. My wife's like, no, it's not. No. She fought you like she, she should have known. She should have known. She was totally into the boy bands, you know. She yeah. still is. I nailed the name of the song and it felt so good. <laughs> it felt so good. But uh, speaking of Gila, we're going to be back out at Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass today. Uh, 30 Days of Thunder is back and it kicks off today. We're going to be at Wild Horse Pass from 5 to 6 p.m. The really cool thing about this is that we're giving away tickets every 15 minutes. So if you're there, once your to ticket is country in, thunder. to Country yeah. Thunder. So, like, as long as your ticket's in, there's a chance for you to win. Yeah. So uh, get there at 5. First run said we'll be 5 15, 5 30, 5 45, then at 6 o'clock. Yes. You're shot to win a pair of tickets to Country Thunder, which is going down April 13th through the 16th. 13th to the, man, that is just around the corner. I can't believe that. We're just a couple of days from March. <laughs> we are within two months of Country Thunder. So we'll see you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass tonight, 5 to 6 with Camel Country. The Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, I hope you had a great weekend. It was a decent weekend weather-wise for the most part. You know, I got through Saturday. Saturday was nice. Yeah, low mid-70s. And then, uh, gosh, it was crazy how you kind of like just flip a page overnight, Saturday night into Sunday. And here come the clouds and the rain and just like a night and day difference between Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, it was was crazy. But later in the day on Sunday turned out to be okay. You know, got a couple of decent days today and uh, tomorrow and then back to the rain on Wednesday. Uh, but over the weekend, Cheyenne did move. I did. That's exciting. Yeah. I guess the, the question on everybody's mind this morning is, did you tip your movers? 
Um, well, I was the mover. So You were the mover. Okay. Yeah. So last week we had a whole was it last week or two weeks, two weeks ago, ago. Had a whole conversation on tipping, right? Uh-huh. You were kind of looking at uh, moving companies and somebody to move you out of your apartment into your new house in the West Valley. And, you know, I said just you know, when you get a moving company, make sure you tip them. You know, they're they're carrying boxes for you. They're being careful with your furniture and, and everything else. Mm-hmm. And if they did a great job, tip them. You said, no, I'm paying them to do a service. That is what they're paid to do. I'm not tipping. Yes. So anyway, here we are uh, two weeks after that. And this last weekend, you made the move and you didn't, you moved yourself. I moved myself. I did have um, a couple of- Because you didn't of- want to tip them? No. No, because I was saving me money. Like after I had shopped around for like what it was going to cost me, I just decided to do it myself. I did have some friends help me move like the big stuff I couldn't do on my own. Yeah, because that couch, I mean, you got a couch that's like got a couple of recliners in it. That that thing is stinking heavy. And I remember when you first moved to town, you had moved everything into a storage unit Um, and then having to move that thing and get it out of the storage unit and... You know, and get into the moving truck and into your apartment. There's no way you're going to carry that by yourself. Yeah, no. I know you're a deadlifter. You got some powerful, like, tree trunks as legs. I'm strong, no- but I'm not superwoman, okay? <laughs> yeah, you're, not, you're not putting <laughs> yeah. that on your back. You carry it down the stairs. There's a difference. But, like, so I did have some some really good friends um, offer to help me move the big stuff. But other than that. They offered. You didn't ask? I didn't ask. Um, I asked one person on Saturday because I thought. The table that I had, I thought the table top came off into two pieces because, it, you know, it extends. Well, it's your old one, so you know that. Oh, my old table, yeah. Yeah, it extends for leaves, and I thought that the table top came undone, so I'd be able to move it myself. It doesn't do that, so I ended up having to call somebody last minute to help me um, because I couldn't get it down by myself. Uh, But other than that, every single box, every single bag, every single anything else, it was all done by Cheyenne Sweat and. That's good. Straight. I mean, it's a good workout. I've done it before. Yeah, you know, mean, like, but I had a I have a second story apartment, and now I have stairs in my house. Yeah, having to go up and down. Like my rear yeah. end should look like J Lo at this point because I <laughs> did so I much. I don't know about that. <laughs> I didn't say it does. I said it should. I'm just kidding. (laughs) It should because I did so much like exercise. No, it is. I I remember like when I was uh, moving. um, Got it. One of the one of the cities we lived in. We're just moving across town. Yeah. Right. And then with our hours, when I got done with the morning show. I was like, I'm going to just start loading the U-Haul myself, mm-hmm. right? And it's all the boxes from inside the house into the U-Haul and, and the same into the new new house. And, you know, I mean, it is a workout. Yeah. I remember, like, my, my, my waist looking so thin. I was like, wow. See, I was looking forward <laughs> to that. But um, I still don't have a fridge, so I have, like, no food. So all we've done is eat takeout. And I feel it's so right. you burn gross. All those, you burn all those calories. So th- that's where the J-Lo buddying happened in Cheyenne. I know. It's because... You know, you're from my you're, Papa John's pizza. That's right. You're replacing all the calories <laughs> with uh, stuff that's just kind of replenishing. Yeah, but no, I did move over the weekend the and I love it and I'm I'm very excited. Now it comes down to finding your favorite Target, your favorite uh, Walmart that you want to frequent, right? Which is a process, believe it yeah, or not. Of course. shane has got a dad joke next. How to get my money back. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Uh, coming up next, there's a blind guy here uh, over in Mesa that sells brooms and mops on the side of the road. Maybe uh-huh. you've seen him. Yep. Uh, he is blind and partially deaf, which makes it tough for him to find a job. Uh, plus, his wife has cancer, so he's Aww. trying to provide for her one broom at a time. Okay. Uh, the thing is, because he's blind, people have been giving him fake money. Stop. All right? But something happened to him recently that is just going to warm your heart. Ooh. I promise. Okay. Okay. This story is coming up next here on Camel Country. 
Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, maybe you have seen Sebastian on your drive around Mesa. He is a uh, blind guy, partially deaf. Uh, he uh, stands on the sides of the road with a shopping cart that has brooms and mops inside of it. He's trying to sell these brooms and mops to make some money for his family. Now, he's like I said, he's blind and partially deaf, so it's kind of tough for him to find a, a normal job. Right. right, yeah. So he's uh, selling mops and brooms on the side of the road, and because he's blind, some people have been taking advantage of him by handing him fake bills because he wouldn't know the difference in exchange for mops and brooms. That's not okay. Oh. That is not okay. I don't know how anybody that like has a heart like can even like think about doing something like it's crazy to me especially to somebody who like wouldn't be able to tell like that's just not okay it's not okay so word of this happening uh got out there's a guy on tiktok his name is uh jimmy darts uh yeah he uh he found out about this and has raised some money for sebastian right now the gofundme is up to one hundred and twenty one thousand dollars Oh my gosh. His goal was $20,000 a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So now it's up to $121,000. And he's going to try and help Sebastian uh, with his dream. His dream is to be the first blind car salesman in Arizona. Love that. Um, And he, his wife has cancer, so he's trying to make some money to help Aww. with her cancer treatment and stuff like yeah. that. Right? So, and he's kind of had a lot of things going against him. As of late, but I, I think it's pretty cool that this guy on uh, TikTok kind of stepped up to uh, to help Sebastian and uh, Fox 10 covered this story. And I mean, the video of him, he was just kind of just just in shock as to somebody is willing and and stepped up and did this for him, you know, yeah. for Sebastian. Well, I think like when you've had something as like it, and it is it's awful that people were giving him fake money and then somebody like Jimmy comes along like it's not it's overwhelming to have somebody help you but when it comes after a string of people just being terrible yeah. humans well it, it is a result of people being terrible humans and handing him fake money they got evicted out of their house uh, at the beginning of no. the year so yeah they've been homeless for about a month and a half oh now. my gosh yeah so uh, it is out there on GoFundMe if you want to help Sebastian out um, I don't know. I guess I can text you a link. If you want to text us at 22108, I could text you this uh, GoFundMe link back. I don't know how you would find it. Um, let's go to Fox 10 and search for this story. Yeah, maybe. I'm yeah. not sure, but I love, like, I follow uh, Jimmy Darts on Twitter and on Instagram. What does he do, though? Like, So he's just a... Yeah, so he basically just started out as, like, he had money and he would, he, like, goes around to random places and so say he'll be in a grocery store and there'll be, like, a, a mom there with kids yeah. and he'll hand her something small, like, Hey, um, you know, I'm going back to school and I don't have enough money for these pencils. Will you buy these for me? And if they say yes, he gives them like a thousand plus dollars just wow. for being a good person That's and willing cool. to help. That's he is cool. amazing. Uh, with all the craziness there is in this world, there is still good happening yes. in this world as well. And so I love that. Good luck to Sebastian and uh, what he's got coming at him. Here's Dirk. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. I uh, came across this little article talking about funeral costs. Uh-huh. I don't know what made That's me click morbid. on it. I kind of <laughs> is. You're like, huh, let me check this out. Okay. Yeah. The average, uh, people guessed, like they asked people like to guess what the average funeral cost is. And the average of the people that kind of put in their, 
you know, assumption uh-huh. is fifty five hundred dollars, but in reality, it's somewhere between seven thousand and twelve thousand dollars for a funeral. Yeah, I think I would have said about seventy five is probably where I would have landed. A lot of the expense of that comes with a uh, casket. How much are caskets? You can buy them on Amazon. Stop it! <laughs> you can buy a ca- go I know you can search. buy it on Costco. Oh, really? Can, Costco's got one too? You can buy too? them on Costco.com. I only know that because I worked for them for a little while. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, you can buy a casket on, on Costco.com. Uh, as well as Amazon. I, don't, I mean, so a lot of the expense of the funeral goes with a casket, which I still don't understand. Like, why... Why are we just putting the bodies in a casket and throwing them in the ground? You know, like, why, why does it have to be a big old, like, uh, fancy casket, you know, with, like, padding, like, uh, nice memory foam on the inside of it to make sure they're comfortable? You know, I mean, they're yeah. all, like, padded and stuff on the inside of there, right? I then- think it, it's, it is because, like, number one, it's comfortable and people want, you know, their, their loved ones to be comfortable. But I think it's, all, like, it's honoring your loved one. If I put think them about in a it. nice casket. Yeah. Like you're so, giving them something nice. So what is that saying uh, about your loved one if you throw them into a, a burning bin and turn them into ash? That's a great question. <laughs> I don't know. You explain the casket one way, and then I'm like, well, there's some people that kind of opt to, you know, cremate. <laughs> Honoring wishes, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Seven in ten people, according to this poll, said that they'd rather be buried in an Amazon box than have their family overspend on a casket. What would you rather your family do? I don't think it matters. I'm dead. I I, I, I honestly don't. You know, really? my my dad passed. My brother passed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've both been cremated. My mom has them like in little um, urns. Do you, do you call them urns? I don't know. They're like little boxes. They're like custom boxes. Yeah, those are still urns. Yeah, and she just kind of has them on her shelf in her house, which I, you know, I, eh, you do you, mom. You know, I, yeah, she has them on her like, um, like hutch, like in a hutch. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Which I mean, it's not far fetched, you know, that she has them. Yeah, yeah. In her house, right? I mean, uh-huh. how many movies do we see where. Oh, dad's ashes, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, up in the urn, you know, I mean, I get it. I just, I, I've never had anybody pass away who was close enough to me for me to have their ashes in my house. Yeah. Like, uh, meet the parents, right? Doesn't the, uh, the cat, the cat pees on the ashes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you know, people have mom and dad or family member in an urn, Yeah, you know, so I guess it's not that far fetched, but you know, I, I really don't care how, you know, I'm buried. Could be an Amazon box. I don't care, you know. I but can I mean, see you being buried in an Amazon. Yeah, I mean, as much as they come to the door. <laughs> yeah, or Costco box. One or the other. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Costco.com. But no, like my mom's got my dad and my uh, brother's ashes, mm-hmm. right? So she has them in those urns on her shelf. But is there something more that can be done with those ashes? You know, I got a tattoo for my dad. I right. got a tattoo for my brother. But I mean, is there something more that we could do with those ashes? They're not in the earth. You know, they're kind of just on a shelf. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be kind of cool to do something with those ashes. Have yeah. you, you said you have, haven't had anybody close to you die to, to the point to, that you're dealing with ashes yeah. and stuff, right? Right. But has anybody ever done anything creative with their loved one's ashes? You could text us at 22108. I know you can. Yeah, I've heard of like what? Like put them in like tattoo ink yeah. or something? Would you ever do that? Get a touch up on yours? I just feel like ash under my skin is just, yeah. yeah I don't know if that's oh. something I could do I do have a friend whose uh, dad passed away and she had um, 
like jewelry made with like a marble basically in, yeah. in a necklace and his ashes are the the marbling inside the marble um my wife's brother her uh, his family they've got um some ashes in a bullet like they put it like like in the bullet shell uh-huh. and sealed it off and then kind of it's kind of hung up on something above the kitchen so it's kind of like a story piece Interesting. You know, but I feel like I want something where my dad's always on me. Yeah. You know, something. And my, and my brother. I love that. That is so weird to come out of your mouth, though, because what? you're not sentimental. No, it's no. but I mean, it's been so much time, though. Yeah. Like, like my brother passed in 2006, and my dad was 2016, I think it was. You know, so I right. mean, enough time has passed. You know, it's I, I'm, I am one that I don't express my feelings, uh-huh. you know, and I mean, there'll be times where I do get emotional and stuff, but I mean, we're kind of at this point now where, you know, I'd love to have my, my dad on me somewhere. I love that for you. you know? You're going to make me cry. That's what I'm trying to do on this Monday, Cheyenne. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Have you ever done anything with uh, the ashes of a loved one? You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. So have you ever done anything creative with a loved one's ashes? <laughs> just coming into it that way. Kinda anybody who just turned on the radio, like, what the <laughs> heck? Why are we talking about this? Uh, I came across an article. Seven to ten people said that they would rather just be buried in in uh in an Amazon box as opposed to put into a big, fancy, expensive casket. I mean, I do know? understand that. Like not wanting to put that financial burden on your family. I get that. Yeah. Um, because it does get expensive. I think what did it say? Between seven and twelve thousand dollars, the price of an annual funeral now. Yeah, annual. The average <laughs> funeral. Let's hope you don't have an annual funeral. <laughs> I'm be really confused. <laughs> uh, but have you? And I've lost my dad. My dad uh, passed away in 2016. My brother passed away in 2006. You know, my mom's got the ashes. They were cremated, and they're just kind of on a shelf in a uh, box with their names on them mm-hmm. in her house. You know, but I mean. 2016 to 2006, you know, it's been a while. Uh, it's been a while, you know, and I do have tattoos. I have a, a tattoo of my dad's handwriting on my arm. Got a tattoo of my brother from my brother on my uh, my left arm, you know, but I mean, those ashes are kind of just sitting there. I don't know if my mom ever plans on um, burying them because um, I don't think she plans to live where she's at forever. Right. You know, my hope is that she would move down here. It'd be pretty cool. That you would know? be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, and then she can bring the ashes down here, maybe bury them down here. I don't know. Or she just can have them on, have them on her shelf for the rest of her life. Just on hand. Yeah. Just hanging out. Yeah. But I mean, I wouldn't mind getting my hands on those things and doing something nice and creative for not only her, but for me and my sister as well. Right. Right? So what have you done, if anything, with the loved one's ashes? And we're getting a lot of um, jewelry. A lot of people have done jewelry with... Uh, with the ashes. I love that. See, a lot of people will put ashes uh, when planting a tree, you know, down Aww. around the other roots. That's nice. Um, yeah, like this one. Text with the 480. I've lost both my parents to two brothers. All have been cream- cremated, and with their ashes, we planted trees in different places of their wishing. Oh, I love that. Um, text with the 623. When people are cremated, they are burned in a cheap wooden box. My mom passed away a few years ago, and we still had to choose to put her into a box to be cremated in, which I found that interesting, you know, because they are put into a, like, uh-huh. a wooden box and they're burned, like, in the box. Right. It's like when a body, like, if a body's burned, are those the actual body's ashes or are those the box's ashes, you know? Hey, it's option C, all of the above. All of the above. You get a little bit of everything. Yeah. 
Uh, text for the 602. I had my brother's ashes put into a charm on a necklace for each of his three kids, like actual locking charms. Oh, I like that. Text for the 602. There's a lady on TikTok who makes beautiful beach pictures with the ashes. Oh, that's cool. She's mixing them into the paint. I would assume so. Text for the 925. You can bring ashes to a glass blowing shop and they can work the ashes into a <gasps> work of art. I love that. You should create a vase for your mom. Yeah, I don't know, though. Like, you're just kind of taking them at their word that they mixed it in with the paint or something, you know? I I, I, I don't know. I feel like if there was ashes, like, in a little locket, you know. Well, you yeah. Know? Like, if you could see it, then yes. Um, text from the 63. My brother-in-law has his dad's ashes put into fireworks. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but I mean. And then you're, like, <laughs> again. essentially blowing him up every four Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's dad, all those different colors all, you know, in the yeah. sky. And then down it falls on everybody's houses and then property and stuff. Right. But then it's like one big bang and there goes dad. Yeah. And then that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that being like a bummer. But I think as far as, you know, you have to trust that the people who are like doing the glass blowing and the jewelry, that they're actually yeah. putting it in there. Yeah. How horrible of a person would that be? Just to dispose of the ashes. And, and just uh, say, here you go. Yeah. No, that's awful. I uh, texted the 623. My uncle used to work for the water treatment sewer department where I grew up. The majority of his ashes are in a custom motorcycle tank, but some of the ashes were flushed down the toilet and put into the sewer system so he could see the whole water system from the inside because that was that was his wish. <laughs> I guess that's your career, right? I love that so much. <laughs> Seeing some texts of people that have taken their uh, loved ones' ashes to Disney, which they uh, they, they encourage people not to do that. Oh <laughs> man, I think the dad who got flushed down the sewer system, yeah, you win. Went. Yeah, that you win. That's good. It's not you know, a competition, but you win. <laughs> <laughs> if you've done anything creative with a loved ones' ashes, we'd love to hear what you did. You can text us at two two one zero eight. From the Learn and Road Injury Attorneys Traffic Center, getting reports of some debris in that right lane. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. For the most part, everybody was pretty all right with the weekend weather. Saturday was better than Sunday. Oh, yeah, totally. Obviously. So if you were able to get out and uh, enjoy the weather on Saturday, I'm sure you enjoyed it. Uh, took the family out to a spring training game on Saturday, Cheyenne. Fun! Uh, live out there in East Mesa. So it, I didn't realize the athletics had a ballpark out there. <laughs> like really? In my backyard until, like, I think last year or Isn't something it like that. Isn't like, brown? Uh, it is, like, in between Greenfield and... Um, like if you're coming off the 202 Red Mountain, like yeah. Greenfield and uh, Gilbert Road, I don't know. It's, it's over there somewhere. Yeah, it's literally like, um, yeah, yeah, your area. Yeah, no, it was great. You know, I mean, but we paid, uh, what did I pay? 160 bucks for four for reserved seating and parking. Parking was only five bucks. I mean, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> You know, okay. I actually enjoyed it. I, I've been to the uh, the Cubs ballpark. I've yet to be to Salt River to a game out there. Hopefully, uh-huh. we can do that this uh, this Cactus League in, in spring training. I've uh, been out to Peoria. Uh, to the Mariners facility out there. But uh, I actually enjoyed going, the, the D-backs did play the Athletics on Saturday. Which the Athletics won. Um, <laughs> but it was just a great experience at that particular ballpark. But I mean, sitting there and watching the teams, none of the D-back starters were playing. Well, yeah. Uh, first spring training game, you know, <laughs> I mean, obvious. Uh, they're probably not going to throw the starters out there. But I'm still like sitting there having a good time thinking we paid $160 to 
also watch a bunch of people that we who may not even make the yeah. team. You know, play baseball. That's a lot of money. And then we went down, of course, got a couple of beers. Got to uh-huh. do that, you know, get uh, a couple of hot dogs. I think I'll probably spend another hundred bucks on uh, concessions. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, I mean, we're looking at $260 for a spring training game. And we ended up leaving like in the sixth inning. For a family of four. <laughs> for a family of four. Yeah. A little on the high end. I mean, you hearing that? A little on the high end? Yeah. I mean, to me, that seems expensive. Wait, well, yeah, it seems expensive. But, I mean, that is on the low end considering the other stadiums in the, right. in the Valley. You know, I'm sure Salt River Field is probably a little little more expensive there. The Cubs uh, Sloan Field, probably a little more expensive there. Yeah, definitely. But in spring training ball for like this last weekend, what would you assume? What what would you think that a ticket price should cost? Oh. I don't, I don't understand. I, I, maybe I'm just missing something. I, yeah. I, I don't understand why they do jack the prices so far up in spring training. I'm not sure. I mean, honestly, I've never bought in a spring training ticket. So, I mean, I would assume an it would be 25 30 bucks a seat. And then, well that's what I paid. Yeah. At so the I Oakland guess Ace field. I guess if it you like if you were going with two people it's not that bad. But like you paid for the whole family. Yeah, family of four. I would assume okay, this is where I would put the pricing. I uh-huh. mean I mean Grant, I'm just a schmuck behind a mic. Um but I would be like $5 for the lawn. Right, because you can get a family of four for twenty bucks uh-huh. out there. They're going to pay for concessions on the inside of the gates, right? You know, and then maybe fifteen, twenty for reserve seating. You know, twenty right behind the backstop. Because I mean, I mean, odds are these guys that are playing in the first number of spring training games uh-huh. are not going to make the team. I think they should change ticket prices depending on who is who is scheduled <laughs> yeah. to play. If there is one star in the field. Extra five dollars per yes, ticket. Pretty much. Like <laughs> once the winning. starters start like, you know, brushing the dust off from the off season, then ticket prices go up. But why are you paying premium yeah. ticket prices to watch people who might not even play? Maybe it's because the majority of people coming in for Cactus League are out of towners. Probably and they're gonna pay that price. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 